Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. show listeners and watchers. I'm Chris Waite, president of CXR and your host for today's special edition podcast where we call, uh, we actually call this an expertise and it's where we invite an industry leader to share some insights or lessons learned in a rapid 10 to 15 minute chat. Now we do other segments um, like Uncorked where we talk with talent leaders over a bottle of an adult beverage and yes we do on occasion I'll get through a bottle. Uh, we do Moments That Matter where talent folks tell us about moments of uh, racism or inequity that they have witnessed or lived through and where they decided to take action. Uh, we do Have You Met where we introduce you to an industry professional or catch you up uh, on sort of their current industry challenges and a few others. Now you can subscribe to uh, all of these and more at cxr.org slash podcast and we're happy to say you can watch or listen to them nearly anywhere you already subscribe to your favorite shows. Now today as I mentioned, is an expertise segment. And we're excited to have back on the show uh, to talk about post-pandemic challenges in our space and kind of what he's seeing is our industry friend and mutual Shakeweight fan, uh, Martin Burns. <laughs> Martin, it's great to have you back. Good to be back, Chris. And and and, and yeah, I just assume what was side note, why am I not in the wine chat? I feel I feel slighted. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> geez, wow. <laughs> you know, it's At not least- that early. We could turn this into a wine jam. I mean, it's, 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 it's past noon here now, so it's 12.02 in Boston. So it's we're in Boston, so I, it's, it's, My sincere apologies. It's a miss. It's a miss. Terrible. So, Martin, for those who don't know you, can, can you kind of give us an escalator pitch for who Martin Burns is and what you do? Yeah, sure. So um, 20-ish years, I'll say that, in the industry. Um, done a bunch of things. I started in staffing with an agency went corporate, um, built product, sold product. I've done brand marketing. I've been a sourcing leader. I've done, I sort of touched a lot of things throughout my career. Uh, and, and the last, um, but the last six years I've been with higher clicks, uh, H-A-R-E-C-L-I-X, which is a agency record market agency for the industry. Um, do lots of fun stuff. I helped spin up the consulting practice. And then about a year and a half ago, around there, uh, we, we launched a recruiting news network, which I am the editor in chief of in, one of the writers and the producer and I guess the photo editor and a bunch of other stuff, kind of a, kind of an internal project here. We want, but it's very separate from higher clicks in the sense that it's agnostic, but funded by higher clicks as a, as a, an attempt to kind of give a new broader voice to the industry. That's a bit more global and focused than some, some of our, some, some of what we, we get normally in the news. So we try to cover not just North America news and recruiting, but what's happening in Australia, Asia pack, global labor trends, uh, and it gives me a chance to geek out um, on learning and news, which I'm a nerd about anyways, in general. And it happens to be in my focus area, which is recruiting. So it's a great thing. And I do that now. So it's well, and it's a fantastic resource. It's certainly on uh, the reading list for Jerry and I. We make sure that we keep up with it. Uh, and it does put you in a unique spot, right, as, as sort of an industry voice uh, to talk about some of the topics like today. And uh, we were just talking about this on another call. Like we know what the hiring challenges are. And one of the big hiring challenges going on right now is kind of a, it's a money talks, bullshit walks shift for the talent, right? We're talking mm-hmm. about um, a wage shortage versus sort of a labor shortage, a money shortage, right? Versus a labor shortage in the space, but doesn't seem to be a money shortage in the world of HR technology in this post pandemic space. There's an awful lot of spending and investing and funding happening uh, what, what's going on? 
Uh, well, so I think at, at a high level, um, we're finally at a point where executives with real budget control, I'm talking CFOs, EO, COO, et cetera, that level, um, are fi finally listening to, to recruiting. What I've been saying for years now, we have major issues, we need better tools, better processes, and, 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 and there's been a lot of band-aiding um, and a lot of your broken process being replicated by bad technology, integration, et cetera. Uh, and, and because our, we've typically lacked the kind of the budget and the purse to really go out there and, and buy cool tools and really be hyper-progressive versus marketing and sales, which normally have larger budgets for, their, for, for, for what they need to do. Um, we, we've, we've, we haven't been able to be able to give as money, much money to vendors, right? So it's a train, right? It's just a train, it's a chain. Now there's money opening up on our side, the corporate, I say our, my former our side, the corporate side of recruiting. And that in turn means that vendors can sell more and charge more. And the VCs and private equity see that and go, ah, there's money out there. Let's try and get some. So it's a bit of that happening, right? There's, there's basically been this forced need for the exact level of actually understand that, hey, hiring is hard, but now we're seeing it. It's making headlines. We're hurting. We're, we're, we're losing business. We're, we're, we're shutting down locations. We're, we're cutting our hours because we can't fill these roles. So there's, it's been almost like a, I guess the analogy might be, um, um, well, it's, it's, it's sort of this, this massive up and down, right? We've gone from one stream to the other, essentially, right? Um, and, 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 and so I worry in a, set, in a bit that this was almost an overreaction to the problem. And there's a lot of money being thrown at the issue because people can't figure it out. And so we're getting this sort of bubble happening. I mean, we have multiple unicorns in the, in the space all of a sudden. Just, we have a record. We have a yeah. record. We've, we've never had unicorn valuation tech companies in the recruiting space. Now we have a half dozen, I think, yeah. or close to it. I mean, with, 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 with smart recruiters, I think it's like five or six now. Um, that smells to me like a bit of a bubble. It smells a bit like they're throwing spaghetti at the wall and saying, what'll, 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 what'll work, um, which is not an uncommon VC approach. It's a little less common with PE, but, but it's, still, it's still there. Um, so so, so I, I worry that we're getting overvalued in certain areas. And we may see some, some contraction happen later on as we catch up the hiring and the market stabilizes a bit. And I don't think we'll ever go back fully to the way things were, because of the bad old days. But I do think that budget will start getting squeezed a bit um, as, as we start getting past this kind of this, this staffing shortage. And that could cause some problems in, in, in our tech space. Yeah, well, and I just, I keep finding myself wondering where, where the vendors uh, and the investors are hoping to recoup that money from. Where is all of that supposed to come from? Because yeah. we're talking to the town leaders, they ain't got it. Right. Uh, they, they barely are getting any travel budget back. Mm -hmm. uh, they're barely getting enough budget back for personnel, right? For many who had to get rid of team members or, or for little entire teams. Uh, they're being asked to hire way more than they were necessarily hiring even two years ago with not as much budget as they had then. So I'm just kind of wondering, are they going to magically get uh, about you know six million dollars to implement some new tech or some new platforms? Where do these vendors think they're going to recoup this? Uh, yeah, I think if if it's it's, it's going to get bloody. I mean, if 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 you're an eightfold, the only path you have to go forward is either you can be acquired by someone who's going to buy you your valuation, um, or you or you start competing with your current friends. So you start competing with Isims and Greenhouse. You become an ATS. They're they're close to ATS anyways. And the next big piece of the pie, the biggest big piece of the most budgets is, is ATS, mm -hmm. right? So they, if they want to keep selling and expanding, that's, that's, that's kind of path they may have to go down. 
because other because how else they, they, they their valuations are ridiculous. I mean, it's good for them, but it is an incredibly high valuation, right? Um, great technology, great people. I want to make sure that's all said. I'm not bashing them, <laughs> but I don't know where their path is, right? Unless they actually start going after and competing with people they're currently partnering with, and that's where it can get kind of messy. Yeah, yeah. If I'm um, if I'm in if I'm in that space, like if I'm the CEO of one of these small works and, I, and there's a big investment or a big pickup, I feel like. I'm either going to get bought out. That's going to go really great for me, or I'm going to be working until the day that I die at my desk uh, right. to try to get a lot of that back. And who can buy it? Like it's, it's Microsoft. I yeah. mean, it, it, that's, that's the level you're talking about now. You're talking about yeah. like, a, like an Oracle or what? Are you talking about a massive organization, a workday or someone coming in and buying? Because it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a question of who has the, who has the pockets. Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. And I want, so if I'm a talent leader, uh, Martin, is there anything you think maybe I should be watching for? Is this bubble dangerous to me or should I be taking advantage of it? I, yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to cheat and say that. I'm pulling a hand out. I want it both ways. Um, yeah, I think the first thing is just practically you, you want to be concerned that if you're, if you're signing contracts with technology vendors, that if they get bought out or they fold, you have some way out. So yeah. I think I mentioned the last time we spoke, you want to have a claw back in your contract just so if something happens, you're not in trouble. I mean, if they have a for force majeure con clause in their contract, you better have one on your, your side to protect it. So be careful with that, right? Um, but on the flip side, there's, there, there are so many interesting options out, out there right now that if, that if you, if you first off figure out your process and make sure you lined it up and it's what you want it to look like, and then start finding technology and you have a lot of options that can help you with your process and enable it. Um, that's where you get some fun. Just make sure you don't get hung up by going with someone who sounds incredibly interesting and, and, and that their ideals are great, et cetera. But then they get, they fold up in two months or they get bought out or whatnot because their, their yep. money runs out or someone snatched them up and they become, you know, some internal point solution that you can't touch anymore. Yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting to see. And we, I, and you're right. We had this conversation, uh, a longer version of this the last time we connected, but there has to be an out multi-year contracts need to be reconsidered and figuring out how as a, uh, as a practitioner, right, as an organization, how, how are you going to get these vendors to get into some sort of uh, consumption model, some sort of, you know, pay per use, pay per success model versus, you know, here's, here's one point, whatever, uh, so that I can have 50 licenses and maybe my folks use it and maybe they don't. And then they, the economy craps the bed and I'm, and I'm stuck. Right. So it's yeah. going to be really interesting to see that shift. And it's, I mean, I mean, and to be fair, it's really hard to predict what's coming right now. I mean, that's always the case, obviously, but good God, right now, there's, there's no way of predicting what's, what's happening even next week. Yeah, Jerry, uh, Jerry, and I laughed the, Jerry and I laughed the other day, we were on another call and it was, you know, if you've been doing this for a number of decades, you, you see it's, it's cyclical, right? It, it's usually cyclical, but never have we sat at the top of sort of the, the, the roller coaster ride this long before mm -hmm. the dip. It's a yeah. really, really interesting and, and stretched out uh, phase we're in. And I, I don't know how long it's going to go. I, I, there's no way to tell. I mean, it's, it's I, I stopped even trying to predict what's happening, what, 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 what's coming. I, I, all I know is change is coming. It's going to stay weird. It's okay. You live in Austin, stay weird. Keep it um, weird. Yeah, keep it weird. Sorry, keep it weird. Um, well, you can stay weird. Um, but, but yeah, no, so, so things that there, there was change coming, be ready for it. Um, you know, in, 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 in understand that you're probably going to make mistakes here and there. And there are going to be things that you're going to look at and go, man, I wish I had that. It's just the nature of what, what things are right now. Yeah. Well, but so what I hear you saying is budget for mistakes. Is that yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. And, and, and condition your exec team that look, 
educate the folks around you, especially who, people who have power over you that, that this is going to, this is just going to be a weird time. And they, they should know it. It's, it's, it's making so, so much news, but just make sure they really understand that, that, that it's, you can't predict what's coming. They're going to ask you for metrics and projections, et cetera. Everything you do, grain of salt. You say to them, look right now where we stand, it's like this, but we're standing at quicksand and there's an earthquake. So who knows? Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Well, to help with that, it's a funny segue, to help with that, uh, we are partnering with you, with George LaRoque and with mm -hmm. Madeline Loreno to put together uh, a new HR technology newsletter that'll have a slightly different perspective. Uh, and I just want to, we'll, we'll drop a link for that in the podcast here at the end. We'll have the producer put it on there, but uh, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped that uh, we're going to get the, the, the three musketeers of HR tech. Uh, the people we think folks should really be paying attention to all together uh, to sort of contribute to that. The three geeks. We, we need like a GIF or some kind of thing we can do with like, like from the three amigos, the whole kind of like that thing, you know, I was just dating myself and all of us, but we need that kind of movement. Uh, just don't shoot the invisible man. Or <laughs> invisible bush, the dancing man. Something like that. Sorry, I forgot about that. All right, Martin, thanks so much for joining us of again. Course, of course. Really and I'll see you hopefully at in Vegas too. In person, you, maybe, you, maybe, you, who knows? You will, indeed you will. Now, as I said before on this podcast, we connect with talent leaders uh, and practitioners almost weekly uh, to talk about everything ranging from what's keeping them up at night to their favorite wine or their most embarrassing uh, professional experience. But we also deliver hundreds of other meeting items and content. Now, today, I'm going to share with you that we have brought back our community job listings. You can find them over at recruitingjobs.cxr.works. And as of this broadcast and day two, of launching this feature to our members, we already have over 800 recruiting jobs from nearly 130 companies. Now, many of these recruiter and sourcing or talent leadership roles are marked as remote. So be sure to check it out. It's recruitingjobs.cxr.works. So just go to cxr.works uh, and click on the job link at the top of the page. And lastly, if you'd like to connect with any CXR team member, then head over to the new Contact Us page on the website, where with a few clicks, you can easily book a phone call, a video call, or if we're local to you, a real life cup of coffee uh, or happy hour. So until next time, we hope to see you online in the CXR community. We encourage you to like and share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. Hit the subscribe and share buttons. That tells us that you want more. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads, and on Instagram at careerxroads. We'll catch you next time.